praise today what you've done and doing and going to do even now. Father God, as we get ready to receive your word and we pray that the ears will hear, the hearts be open and receptive. Father God, to your word that we would be open. God, that you speak through our vocal cords, think through our mind. Father God, that we can uh, be open and, and speak correctly and, and right, dividing your word, led by your spirit, that you just touch hearts this morning that's in here and those that's watching and listening as well, that needs are met, Father God. And we're just going to give you the praise and you the glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. I mean, he got your word and hold your word, your phone or whatever, and let's confess the word this morning. Amen. Father God, I hold your word. Read your word. Walk by it, act by it, talk by it. The world around me sees the word in me. The word in me will change the world. Word in me tells me how to live. I live by the word. I receive the word. Tells me how to talk, walk, and to, and to love my neighbor as I love myself. I receive the word. The Word tells me I'm highly favored. And this is my best year yet in Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Well, blessed be the Lord. Amen. Amen. We want to talk to you this morning and and uh, share some things with you this morning. Um you know, um, you go to the eye doctor to, if you're not having problems, you go to the eye doctor to have a what? Just examine, it's called, somebody said what? Checkup. To have a checkup. You know, you go to the dentist and if you, and if they're not hurting or nothing, you go get a cleaning or what, but you basically go to have a checkup. Amen. Uh, and if your body's good and every, every year you should go at least once a year to have a checkup. You need to have a checkup of your physical body and, uh, to check things out. Uh, most people now, though, some people now go two or three times a month to the doctor. Jeez, you know, may the force be with you. Amen. But, uh, so we familiar with these, these, these things, but then some people wait till the tooth has gotten bad and, uh, you know, and then it's bad and all of that, or, or you can't half see and, but you know, checkups help us. Amen. You know, uh, you know, that's why on your car, uh, how many of you put a jug in the back of your car and you wait till you run out of gas to go get gas? See, eh? no, there's a, there's, there's a gauge on there and it helps you what? Check to see how much gas and before it gets to E, now there's some that has mileage on it. And you try, it's best not to let it get down into the teens. Hey, man. Uh, you know, but I'm telling you, you know, sometimes we, we procrastinate and that's not good on that. But I'm telling you, God is good. I was driving a while back. Uh, I just put it off and, and forgot one time going up to the, up to town and back here. And God was good. And I was pulling into the, uh, pulling into the, uh, uh it, it works out there and it had zero on. I said, God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. It meant I didn't have no more miles, but I was still going. Amen. And God said, well, you know, you, you might didn't say idiot, but he says, you know, I'm going to have favor with you today. Amen. But, you know, but we have all of those gauges and all of those things that go to the doctor and all of those things are, 
are for checkups. We, we need checkups for our eyes and dental and our physical body. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, most of them now has got it on their phone, but you know, we still have what we call a checkbook, a checkbook register. And what do you do in there? It's to check your balance to know. So we have a lot of checking, uh, check up on things, check procedures and everything that we do. And the greatest thing we need is to check up spiritually. Can you say amen? So we want to talk about that this morning. So look at somebody and say, check up. Check up. Amen. Check up. Amen. Check up. And I, I do, you know, I do encourage you to try to go do those, those, uh, eye exams and, uh, cause hey, you may save somebody else's life. You go do that eye, eye exam if you drive any. Amen. <laughs> so, you know, and, 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 uh, dental and all of that and health, health and everything. Do those, do those checkups and, and you know, here we are. We are in, uh, you know, we're fixing, we're fit, you know, can you believe it? We're fitting to go into the fifth month. Wow. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, uh, uh, love of hearts and February's done come and gone and, 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 uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day done come and gone. The rabbit's done come and gone, but Jesus is still here. Amen. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, you know, time just, just, just moves and, Remember this, time stops for no one, nothing, nobody. But yet time is the most valuable thing that you cannot get back. So it's important that you use your time wisely, that we use our time wisely. But just as a checkup this morning that, you know, I just want to encourage you once again, the cards in the foyer, that they're important, how important they are to Take those that we talk about in Philippians 2, 3, you know, put yourself aside and put others first. And, and, and each day of the, the, the week and Saturday, take one of those and, and just pray over that. Take time to confess that. And, uh, and, and this one on the back, pray for your pastors. Please do that for us. I encourage you to pray. Uh, those, there's a different one every month. And then the daily confession. Pray about, uh, it's a daily confession whenever you can. Pick up that card in the foyer and, and, and pray about that. And then the one that we, uh, God has shared with us to share this, this year, uh, well before that is, is the three and 23, but on the back, the four ingredients of growth, how important that is. That we walk in excellence, that you walk in excellence, that you walk in integrity, uh, then you're faithful and you walk in loving people. Church, if you'll, re- if you'll work on those as an individual, your life will be more productive. I'm telling you, well, it will. Amen. Walk in excellence. Amen. Uh, you know, do you want anybody to see your, the inside of your car? You want anybody to go in your house? Walk in excellence. You know, you know, just, just in, in integrity. Have an integrity about things. You say, what has that got to do with living right? God is a God of integrity and excellence. Amen. And He wants you to live like that and be faithful and love people. And so I encourage you to do those things. And then uh, the five things that we're committed to doing uh, through God's will, evangelism, worship, discipleship, leadership, and outreach, be a part of those things. Amen. Because uh, it, we can talk about our town. You can talk about your town, your community. But quit talking about it and do something about it. Amen. Get involved. Food bank, uh, Hope Center, the warehouse, all the other the ministries. Get involved and do do your part because God has called you to do something. Look at somebody and say, "Check up, check yourself. What are you doing? Uh, what you know? What what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Amen." And in our revision, but then th- this year the the three and twenty three. 
And I don't know, you know, that God is, is laid on our heart and encourage you to, to be open this year. As you go on through this year, these 12 months, and like I say, four of them's almost gone. But as you go through this year, that you be open up and let God flow through you and use you to reach somebody. And, and we have it on here. You know, pour Jesus into them. Uh, that, that, let that be your mission for 2023. You know, your goal is to introduce them to Jesus. Get them saved uh, and serving the Lord. They may never attend church here, but get encourage them. Share the love of Jesus with them. You know, it may be your next door neighbor. It may be someone uh, I put on. It may be your next door neighbor. It may be someone you, someone you know, or it may be someone you've never met before. But be open. But my prayer is this year that God will place three people in your life to you to reach and minister. And can you imagine if you'll be open and do that, where those people come here or not, God will bless you for, for your, uh, for your labor of reward. And I'm telling you, then by the end of the year, we'll have chairs out in, 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 in aisle. Well, we will, I, I believe. I love your enthusiasm this morning. You are, you are just overflowing today with it. Amen. Uh, I love it today. Amen. Hallelujah. But I, I, I'm telling you, so I encourage you to do, I mean, you really believe that. Amen. That by the end of the, by the, by come, come December, come, come the first of December, we, we, we say, man, we got to get the building built to, to move over to have church or have two services or something. We got to do something. I mean, you really believe that. Amen. Well, you know how it's going to happen. You know how it's going to happen. Say it's going to happen because of me. Right, not because of me, not because of this guy, but because of all of us, it's going to happen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because some of you know you got some neighbors. They need Jesus, don't they? Now, I hope they don't think you need Jesus. I hope they know you got Jesus. Amen. You know, when they hear you hollering, I hope they know you got Jesus. Amen. I hope they don't say, God, I hope they don't see you coming and say, oh, God, I know they're not even fitting to invite me to go to church with them. I know that's not you. Amen. I know that's not you. Amen. Look at somebody and say, I know that's not you. So I want to encourage you, work on this, but be open. You know, and if you, see, if you would just get open and be open and begin to say, Lord, where the, put those people in my path. And you know what? There'll be a light to go off. There'll be the Spirit of God to touch you and say, this is one of them. This is one of them. And if you begin to question that, if you begin to question, you may have missed it. You need to back up and go try to, go try to catch those people and try to pour into those people. So I want to encourage you to, to and you, that's not, I'm not, I'm talking about everybody in here. Somebody in your classroom, somebody you live close to, or somebody, you know, it, it may be that, 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 I don't mean this ugly. Youth, it may be that, that, that early stuck up lady that lives next to you. That you can't please her with, with, with anything you do, but whatever it is, you know, and, and, and bake something and take over to it. Don't put nothing in it, but bake something and take over to her. <laughs> but be good to her. Amen. Be nice. So I'm encouraging you. I'm telling you, God shared this with us way back in October that it's time, it's time for us to do what he told the disciples to do. And he said, I'm going to go away. And when I go, I'm going to pour the Spirit out. And you're going to take the Spirit and you're going to be able to minister to people. You're going to be able to minister to people. You know, I want you to, I want you to grasp this right here. I want you to grasp this right here. This week, 
We had some people that was calling and saying, pray for this. You know, they had this test and they're saying this and they're facing this surgery. You know, a lot of times I'll text them back or I'll say to them, i say, yeah, we're going to be praying. We agree and speak wellness. But you know what the Spirit of God told me this week is because it's in the Bible. You want know to tell those people, I said, you know what you need to do? I said, you need to get that person to church Sunday morning and let us not. I'm not talking about me that I got all the power. We have the power. Amen. But let us lay hands on that on this individual and believe that God will do a miracle and they will be whole. Church, we got to get we got to get back to believing that. We talked a little bit about that Wednesday night. Them three guys, them three, three, four guys, three guys. Them three guys, they got up there where Jesus Jesus was in that little old building over there. Man, they was having a prayer meeting. He was praying on people. They couldn't even get close to the door. And they said, look, man, we got to get our buddy in there. We got to get him in there. You know, they, they didn't let the crowd, they didn't let none of that stop. They didn't let the time stop them. They said, look, we got to get our buddy in there. And so what they did, doggone, they just went and tore off the roof and let him down in there. They let him down in there. And church, we, we got to quit just using the cliche. Well, we're going to be praying or we're going to be, you know, get try to get spirit. We're going to be praying and believing, declaring, agree, and all of that's good. And we tell people that. But what we need to start telling people is, that, look, you need to get them to church where a body believers are. And we're going to believe with you that God's going to do the miracle then. And they won't even have to have no surgery. Now, I know that's a little different, but church, we got to start stepping out of the box. Amen. And, and, and if we say this and we confess this, we need to start living it and we need to start practicing it so that we'll see results of it. I just believe that. Amen. Because if it don't work, I'm just going to throw it away and go to Wilkinson's and get me something to drink and enjoy life. But I know it works. Amen. So I'm already enjoying life because it works. Look at somebody and say, check up. Check up up your life this morning. But I want to encourage you to tell people that say, hey, get them to church. Get them to church Sunday morning. Just don't call and tell us. Get them to church. You know, those people didn't show up today. But get them to church. And I tell them, say, you need to get them to church Sunday morning. We're going to lay hands on them and believe for them. Church, we got to start believing that. We got to start believing what we say this word says. Amen. Start living it out, acting it out that it works. Say it with me. The word works. I got to work the word. Psalms 18 and verse 2. Psalms 18 and verse 2. The Lord is my rock. He's my fortress. He's my deliverer. He's my God. He's my strength in whom I trust and the buckler and the horn of my salvation. He's my high tower. Just we got to believe in that and begin to confess that and tell that to other people. That God does miracles and we believe in those miracles. We believe in those miracles. That God does those and we got to believe that. And when we come together as a body to believe that. Why? Not to fill the building up, but to change people's lives. To see people whole and well. That their joints can be better. God can remove things that the doctor says got to be removed surgical. God can do that. Think I'm crazy. I think I might have shared this a while back. This guy had been, he had, he had to put a, 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 um, metal rod in his, in his arm. 
And he went to a meeting. He was giving him trouble. And he went to a, he went to a meeting and they laid hands on him that God will make that thing whole. And he believed and those people believed for the miracle. Now catch yourself now. True story. I've seen the pictures of it. He went home and he woke up the next morning. He woke up the next morning. The next morning when he woke up, laying side of that arm in the bed was the metal rod that the doctor had put in there. You got to believe what the word says. Church, I believe that. Somebody say, check up. We got to believe this word. We run around here and we teach this and believe this and we speak this, but do we really believe it? I'm ready to see more of it happen. I'm ready to receive more. Do you have enough faith that actually if somebody right here died or they run in with, a, with, with somebody that was dead, that, that in Jesus' name we pray and believe that they would come back to life right here? <clears throat> or somebody be grabbing the phone and say, call a funeral home, call a funeral home. Call 911. Nah, we just call on Jesus. We believe it. We, we read that scripture. But do we believe that? Let's go look at some things in Exodus 16. 2. Exodus 16 and 2. Look at this. Whole congregation of children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. Now they've just come out of the wilderness. We sang that song this morning. He split the water to come out of... And we didn't line all that up. Just amazing how God does that. But John, Brother John was saying, you know, he, he split the water so you can walk across. Amen. So, so now they, they, they've crossed over. Free. They're free. But now what are they doing? Murmuring against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. Verse 3. And the children said unto him, Would to God we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt. Wow. When we sat by the flesh pots and when we did eat bread to fulfill for, for, now you brought us out into the wilderness to, to kill, to kill this whole assembly with hunger. You know what this was right here? Checkup time for. It was checkup time. Man, he had just, he had just brought them out of, They'd seen all the plagues that had not touched none of their lives. That, that he'd seen the, seen the, uh, the, the river flow back. Somebody said, somebody said, well, the, the, the miracle wasn't the water letting back that they could all cross. The miracle was that, that he drowned all the soldiers and it was only four foot deep. I don't know that, but you know, whichever one, it was a miracle either way. And they seen both of the miracles. They seen they walked across and then they seen it wash away, it wash away the enemy. And, and so now they're over here. They've seen God do all of this. And now they don't believe that he can provide something for them to eat. Wow. And then verse 4. Then said the Lord unto Moses, Behold, I'll rain bread from heaven for you, and to the people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day, that I may prove them whether they will walk in my law or no. Church, this is what we need to walk in. we got to trust and walk in the, the grace of God, the, the, the law that He's created for us, that we can stand on this Word, that the Word works. We gotta believe this, and when devil comes, and I'm telling you, it's easy to shout when you're feeling good and when it's going good, but it was the singing this morning, the song, you gotta shout in the middle of your storm, amen? 
You got to push yourself. I don't know where your faith level is, but you got to push yourself. You got to push the thoughts aside. You got to push what you, you got to push what your mind's telling you aside. You got to push what the body's telling you aside. You got to declare and decree that you are well, whole, healed, well, nothing missing, nothing broken, more than enough finances, more than enough things to do to walk in the presence and the glory of God. And you got to work on that mind. You got, I mean, the, he will throw the fiery darts. They'll come your way. And you got to speak to it. Amen. I said, you got to speak to it. You got to talk to yourself. You got to declare the word of God. Now, I learned something this, I learned something this weekend. This is how some of you try to do it. Now, don't throw me out because they already use this, this word in the song. So it's okay for me to use it then. Okay. But see, some people, this is what you try to do. And this is, this is what I, this is what some of you do. But I want you today, leave today and don't do this no more. But this is how you, how you can get rid of, some people try to do this to get rid of all their, their problems and all the attacks on their mind. This is what they do. Shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. It ain't going to work. <laughs> ain't going to work. You can talk to it all day. And if you ain't got nothing in here to talk back to it, it's going to talk back to you. Come on. Hey, man, I know it's a little humor. It is, ain't it? But I think some of you actually try that sometimes. But you know what? It's the devil talking to you, all right? It's the devil talking to you. But it's this mind. He'll work on your mind. And you know what? You know what? He'll give you a thought. And then, and then sometimes he's only got to give you just a little, little bit. And you just run with it. And you add to it. And you sit there all day and say, shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. He ain't going to do it. It ain't gonna help. It ain't gonna help. You gotta have the power of God. You gotta have the power of God. The, 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 the devil and Jesus' mind when he was in, when he was in the garden, I mean, he was having all of these attacks and he began, he began to pray that, that, that his veins just, just bursted out because he began to agonize and pray because he was saying, what? I don't want my will done. I want my father's will. I'm going to come over. I'm over. I've overcome the flesh thus far. I'm going to overcome it in this situation. I'm giving all I got for my father. I'm here for my father. And you know what? In reality, we're just like Jesus. We're here for our Father. He created you because He wanted the sons and daughters. He wanted sons and daughters. And He wanted to bless His sons and daughters with things that you could enjoy life, that you could enjoy life, and have things that you can enjoy life, and also have some of those things to bless other people with. Not hoarding it all up. So don't you go out this afternoon and get it by your pine tree or something and say, I ain't going to say that no more, but y'all know. <laughs> we got to use the word. We got to use the word. Now, I will say this. Now, I'm just kidding. I don't know how many times Moses used that phrase to tell all these children this. Would y'all just, no, he probably didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. But I'm telling you this morning, you got to realize 
It's not you. And we got the psychologists and things that are, that'll tell you all kind of, uh, off the wall things. And some of that may be, maybe it may be education. I don't know. But, but, but th- this is it right here. This is what you got to use to fight the fiery darks. The darks of sickness. The darts that's coming to your body. That's coming to your finances. That's coming to your relationship. And it's coming to your mind. That's coming to your mind. And I, I would encourage you, don't tell nobody else that either. Hey, man, shut the hell up. Don't tell nobody else that. Just pray for them. <laughs> I know it's hard sometimes. Hey, man, that's just like the spirit of slap will come on me that I want to just, you know, I know. Could, but could you imagine Moses? Think about Moses. I mean, I mean, every time he turned around, they, there was a checkup and they was failing it every time. You know, they didn't have nothing to eat. Then they didn't have no, then they didn't have no water. I mean, I mean, every time he turned around, they was just complaining. They was just complaining. And they was, they was failing the checkup every time because they forgot about the God that had protected them through all, all that they had, all the plagues that they had seen. God had protected them, brought them through the dried up so they could walk across on dry land. They forgot about it. They kept failing the checkups. Look at somebody say, don't fail the checkups. No, God is here for you. Amen. No, He's here for you. Know that He'll stand. He will stand the time. He will stand the test with you. See, God will stand the test. Oh, hallelujah. God will stand the test with you, but will you stand with God through the test? God can stand the test, but will you stand with God through the test? Then you'll have a testimony. Because God has brought you out over and through the test. Hallelujah. That the enemy meant to take you out. But God turned that thing around. Amen. And you became a testimony. And became a witness that, that God could use you in mighty, mighty places. Mighty places. Look at this one. Now let's go to the New Testament and look at some things right quick. Mark 4, 38. Look at this. We know this scripture. We're familiar with, with, with this here. This. He was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep. Jesus was on a pillow. They woke him and said unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? You know, they didn't even make it personal. They didn't say, care not that you and we, gonna, we all going to perish. Don't you care that we, don't you care that we going to perish? Wow. You know what that was? Checkup time. It was checkup time. They done already seen. I know this is, you know, this is just a fourth child, but they done seen God do, uh, through Jesus. They done seen God do some great things. They done seen Jesus do some great things. But yet it was a checkup. Checkup. Look at this in the, um, message. Uh, and, and let's back up. What say, guys? 35. Yeah, I'm sorry. Thank you. Let's go. No, go, go back to that. I'm sorry. You guys right with me. See, I just follow my note. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat when his head was on a cushion. Disciples woke him up shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? We're going to drown. But now on us to, we're going to drown. They're waking him, waking him. We're going to drown. And some people say, could he have slept through all of that? Yeah, because he, 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 he ministered most time during the day and most time at night he was praying all night. So he was very tired. So he went to sleep. He was asleep. 
Like some of y'all, when you, you know, some people, they sleep, they like they're dead, you know. You just have to check to be sure they're breathing. You sleep. Now, let's, let's, let's take the story from a little bit closer from the top and, and see the key, the key things here in the message. Late that day, he said to them, let's walk. Go across to the other side. I mean, no, Jesus will keep his word. He said, let's go to the other side. Sometimes we just need to listen. If they were to listen to what Jesus had instructed them. Guys, get in the boat. Let's go to the other side. Let's go to the other side. When Jesus says something, when God says something, when his word says something, you can bank on the word of God. Amen. 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 All right, now you just hung yourself. Because there's another scripture in the Bible that says, by his stripes I... I'm healed. So we got to stand on that. So see, just as these boys had a checkup because the storm come, and he said just a few minutes before, an hour or so before, let's go to the other side. You just said by his stripes I'm what? Now next week there'll be a time you're going to face a checkup. You're going to face a checkup. Joint's going to hurt. Not pops up. Get that mind. You don't need to say shut the up. You need to get that scripture and say by his stripes I'm healed. And then you can tell the devil, devil, you go back to hell because I'm whole, healed, and well. I'm whole, healed, and well. And that, where your faith level is, I don't know. If your faith level is, you go on the doctor and get proof of it. Wherever your faith level, I can't tell you where your faith level is. But just as by the stripes of Jesus, we're healed. you got to stand on that and exercise it out. Is it hard sometimes? You better believe it. I, 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 I witness that. Amen. I witness that. you got to, you got to push forth and you got to go forth in Jesus' name. You got to push and you got to go forth in Jesus name. You got to go forth. And I know, I know, you know, people take medicine. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fully against all the medicine. You take medicine. That's where your, where your faith level is. You, 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 you know where your faith level, faith level is. But I will tell you, there is some medicine out there that's killing people more than it's helping people. And you just got to be, you got to be led by the, by the Lord. You just got to be led by the Lord. Doctor wanted to put me on some for this cholesterol thing. I kept putting it off, and doctor, oh, you got to have that. So the other day, I, I was gonna take a little bit. Man, I just started going south. I, you know, I mean, just started going south, and and, and I said, no, this ain't this 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 going the wrong way. You know, this going the wrong way, and um, so I just took it to the Lord in prayer, and I said, God, I believe you. I, you know. I'm gonna come off this thing. Went back to the doctor, and of course the other doctor kept telling you know get it. And I said, doctor, I said, I said, you know that that affects my liver. Why would I want a well heart and a bad liver? And I said, you know what, doc, I'm gonna have a well liver and a well heart. I'm not gonna take that, amen. I'm just gonna I'm gonna trust God. Of course, you know he just you have to know my doctor, but he just he done that walks off. And that's okay, you know? But. But I'm not, you, 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 you gotta know where your faith level is in that. But I'm telling you, every day tomorrow, I don't know how many times, but every day we face checkups. Yeah. 
You're going to face checkups every day. And how much you've been in this word, how much you've been standing on this word, how much you really believe what you're saying is really true, how much you really believe what you hear the people behind these cla- in these classrooms and behind these pulpits say, well, how much of that you really believe and you really take in and start to exercise and start walking it out in your life is how your life's going to come out. But it's your faith level. It's up to you. You know, and, and, and I'm not, I'm not actually trying to wash your brain. I'm just trying to get you to believe the word of God. I know there's people, there's people that, that said, you know, you go to Calvary, that preacher try to wash your brain. I know some of it needs washing probably, bless God, amen. But, but I'm just trying to get you to read the word of God and believe the word of God, amen. I'm not trying to wash your brain to, uh, give all your money to God because it's already all his, amen. And, uh, uh, but, but he does want to bless you. Amen. He does want to bless you. And, and, and I'm not trying to tell you, you don't need to go to the doctor. You, you go to the doctor. I go to the doctor. Sometimes it's a good time to go to the doctor just to prove the devil is a lie. Amen. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, it's where your level of faith is. And your level of faith is where how much you in this word, stand on this word and really believe what you say and really believe what you read and really believe what these teachers are saying. You really believe the words that you sing about, uh, Behind these songs that we sing that, that, that is, that is scriptural, that is proven by the Word of God, what we're singing and doing is based on the Word of God and nothing else. That it's based on the Word of God. That we, that we live that out. Now, what was we at? Oh, yeah, thank you, brother. So he said, let that day he said to them, let's go and cross the other side. 36. They took him in the boat as he was, and other boats came along. 37. Huge storm came up. Waves poured into the boat. Threatened what? Threatened to sink it. 38. And Jesus was in the serum head on a what? Pillar. And he was what? But yet it was, a, it was in the middle of a what? They roused him up, saying, Teacher, is it to you, is it nothing to you that we're going down? Is it to you that we're nothing? What was that? Checkup time. He had just told them, guys, we're going to get in the boat and we're going where? <laughs> we have got, in a checkup time, you have got to believe what the word says. Versus what you see. Versus how bad it feels. Versus what it even looks like. No matter if the boat is four foot deep and we've already got two foot of water in it. We at the breaking point, we fitting to start going down, boys. But do we look at that? Do we deal with that? Or do we stand on what he said? Let us go to the other side. Let us go to the other side. Let us go to the other side. But see, they didn't say, they didn't say, teacher, I think we got a problem. They didn't say, teacher, we're taking on a little bit of water. They didn't say, you know, you said we're going to get the other side. We may be floating on the board, but we'll get there. No, they didn't say that. They said, we what? We're going down. Man. How bad is that to say that to Jesus? 
Y'all know how bad it is. Because you say it sometimes too. Well, I don't look like, I, I don't see how it can get any, any worse than this. I don't see how this thing's going to turn around. I don't know. And Lord knows I just don't know what to do. Check up time. Check up time. And he said, is it nothing to you that we're going down? They done forgot about check up time, what he said. We're going to the other side. We're not going down, guys. We're going to the other side. But they got side and down mixed up. But not say that too fast, how did I? <laughs> they got going to the other side and going down mixed up because he said we're going to the other side they said we're going down verse 39 awake now he told he, awake now he's woken up now he told the wind to pipe down and said to the sea quiet settle down the wind look at this the wind ran out of breath I like that. Now see, that's what can happen when you see a storm coming and you can say, God, rise up and go on. Storm run out of breath. The sea became smooth as glass. Verse 40. Ada got calm. Jesus what? Reprimanded the disciples. Boy, can you imagine what he said? Imagine what he says. Are you such cowards? Don't you have any faith at all? They failed the checkup test. They failed the checkup. And see, we can read this story and we can read the one we just talked about, Moses and the children, and you know, and we want to say, my, my, my. And then we just as my, my as they are sometimes. We're just as bad, church. But we, 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 we got to change that. Amen. We got to, we really got to stand on what we really believe. But all this, they was having a checkup time. You're going to have a checkup time probably before you lay your head on your pillow tonight. How will you respond to it? How you, how you going to respond to the situation you're going to face? How are you going to respond? God, and I prayed it, it wouldn't even be, you know, but even, even, a, even a loved one going on home or, or something tragic, what, how will we respond? How do we respond? How do we respond? Check up time. But the flip side of that, when something comes your way and you're dealing with other people, Encourage them to get to the house of God where there's a body believers of faith that we can see a miracle change in their life. Check up time. Don't say, well, we'll be praying for you. No. See, you have faith, but encourage them in their faith to get to the house of God that we pray that we'll receive. They receive that miracle. See that miracle. I'm telling you, God just dropped that in my heart this week. To, to just to encourage people. You, you, you got to come. Let's look at one more for y'all. Go get that roast. John 6, 5. Look at this. John chapter 6, verse 5. We, we, and we all know this. Jesus lifted his eyes. He saw a great company unto him. And he said unto them, Philip, whence shall we buy bread that, that they may eat? Now, Jesus, Jesus said, and he says, man, what can we buy some bread for they may eat? Verse 6. 
And this he said to prove, he, to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. And this is who? Jesus, right? Verse 7. Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may, may take a little. Peter, I mean, Philip said, we, we, they ain't enough. Verse 8. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said unto him, There's a lad here which have five loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among so many? Check up time. You know, one said, you know, where you, where we'll go buy? He said, look how much money it's going to cost. Then the other great, one of the other good old disciples says, well, we got this little bit here, but what's that worth? Check up, check up. Ten. And Jesus said, make the men sit down, uh, sit down. There, there was a great a grass, the place, and so they, the men sat down in the number about 5,000. Wow, 11. And Jesus took the loaves, and we know when he gave thanks, he distributed the disciples, and the disciples of them that were set down, and likewise of the fish as, as much as they would, verse 12. And when they were filled, he said unto his disciples, gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Wow. They was thinking, man, we didn't have enough to start with. Now we're taking left. We're getting up leftovers. They was eating their checkup. Amen. Verse 13. Therefore they gathered together, and we know they filled the 12 uh, baskets there and, uh, because there was so much left over. Wow. Checkup. Very simple little things this morning God said to share with you. We're going to face checkups. We're going to pass the checkups. Person at the store. Situation in our lives. Are we going to be ready? We're going to, are we, who we say we are? Who we say we are? Who we say we are? And look at this, this scripture here, Numbers 23, 19. Because see, God's not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. And he said, hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken and he, he shall not what make it good? How many knows he'll make it good? We just got to believe. We just got to have our faith. Faith is such things hold for, there's things not seen. And then the NLT says this in this translation. God is not a man, so he does not lie. He is not human, nor he does not change his mind. What he said in his word, he will do. You just got to learn. We got to learn to stand on it. Amen. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? No. No. So we need to pass the checkups. We need to pass the checkups. And I want you to agree that I believe that people coming in here that needs miracles, and I believe just enough in God that we're going to see the miracles happen. I'm believing we're going to see something happen right here before our very eyes. And you know the sad thing about it really is that when God does something great, people just say, well, isn't that something? No, we're supposed to have been living and believing. It shouldn't really surprise us. It shouldn't really surprise us. Did the mother of Jesus, did she, did she go, 
Did she go crazy when she seen the water had turned into wine? That's what she was expecting. Because she says she didn't know how it was going to do it. So she just told him, look, guys, whatever he tells y'all to do, just do it. Just do it. Church, we got to have expectation. How old, whole household shall be saved. How I many you got sons and daughters, moms and dads, loved ones, brothers, sisters, grannies, they're coming in. But see, you got to live in expectation of that. People come in here, you got to believe expectation. They're going to be healed, whole, and well bodies. You got to have the expectation. God has commissioned you to minister to people that cross your path, and you got to be led by the Spirit what to do and what to say. Led by the Spirit. Led by the Spirit to be open to them. Be open to them. Be open to them. Be open to them. You know? And it's not, it's not who we are, but it's who we are in Christ Jesus. It's who we are in Christ Jesus. And, and, and you know, and don't take this wrong. I, I'm, I'm glad that God's called me to serve and minister but I, sometimes it, it just it, it, it's a little irritating to me when when I run up go up to people and talk about people and and and, and they want to say you must be a preacher or you a preacher and I think every Christian should be sharing the gospel like this every everybody you know and then what then they 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 say who are you what you do and I always use that thought I told a lady. It was a Friday, and I told that, I said, I said, ma'am, I said, I work for the one that made you. And it hit in about five seconds. She says, you're a preacher. I said, yeah. But we should all be that. It's just pouring into people. Pour into people. But you know what? Don't take this wrong, but for you to be able to pour into people, it's not that you got it. You got to be running over. You got to be running over to be able to pour into people. So if you're not pouring into other people, you may not be running over. We need to be running over. The Bible says we need to have the joy of the Lord of our strength that, that, that it's boiling over. Boiling over. Boiling over. And you know, if you... Say this when we fit to pray, believe me not. This, remember this. If you just be yourself in the Lord, you won't have to put on or have to do anything. It'll just be your nature. It'll be your nature. And then people will ask, why are you so bubbly? Brother Bill was talking about that in class. Why are you so bubbly? Why are you? Now, I know some people look at some of y'all and say, what's wrong with that person? No, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. But serious. But if we just be who we are in Christ Jesus, we'll just be bubbling over with a smile or situation happens and we, uh, you know, we contend in it and, 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 and we got peace about it. And we just, we just walking on. And that's the testimony that people sees. That's the testimony that makes a mark in people's lives that they don't. They don't feel, but we all should have, not because we are a minister or a teacher, but it's who we are in Christ Jesus. Say this, it's who I am in Christ Jesus. Amen. 
So be ready for the checkups. They're coming. You'll face some this evening. If you talk to somebody this evening, you'll probably face a checkup. Pass it. Pass it. Father, we thank you for this day. And those that's come, those that's watched online or will watch online, we thank you for them. And Father, may we never leave this, this campus without giving people an opportunity to just come to you. So, sir, ma'am, right now, no sad story, nothing to move your emotions, only the Holy Spirit. But if you're here and you like prayer, or you've never asked Jesus to come in and be the Lord of your life, I want to invite you just be that man or woman. Just simply stand up, walk down, and say, I'm going to get me some Jesus. I'm going to change my life today. I'm going to change my life. If that's you, come on down. Because I'm telling you, Jesus made it a way for you today. Come on down. Father. We just ask you to go with these people. Be with us throughout this evening and the rest of uh, this day. And Father God, as we're going into a brand new adventure of a week this week, that we walk by faith, we push forth, we go forth to see the glory in the anointing of you showing up and showing out in our lives as we just walk by your word. Live your word out. Walk your word out. Act your word out. Talk your word out. Live your word out. And Father, we will see great and mighty things happen. God, we just ask you to go with us and be with us. And what you're going to do this afternoon with our teams here today, practicing all that's going on, we just give you glory, that you be glorified amongst it all. And God, we just give you thanks. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people say it. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise today. Amen. <laughs>